Good morning. My name is Bob Brewer, and I'm from down the road in Lincoln, Nebraska. I just wanted to ask you how you think the continuing economic turmoil in Japan is likely to affect the global economy and the U.S. stock market over the next five to ten years. Well, Charlie and I are no good on those macro questions, but I would say this. I mean, the, the, the Japan problem has been around now in financial markets and banking systems. So it's been around for some time now. So I see no reason why it should have more impact on the rest of the world now than it, than it has had in the last few years. And I would say it's had certainly very little effect on the U.S. in the last few years. And it's not, it's no factor in our, in our thinking at all uh, in terms of what we would buy or sell tomorrow morning. I mean, if, if we got offered a good business tomorrow, unless it was directly involved, I mean, its primary business was in Japan, but if it was a business in this country, that's not something that we would be thinking about. We would be thinking about the specifics of that business. We don't really get too concerned about the things that, that come and go. I mean, in the end, if we're right about a business over a 10 or 20 year period, just take C's Candy. We bought it in 1972. Look what happened in 1973 and four, you know, and the, all the, the oil shocks and, and what this country was going through and inflation, all that sort of thing. For us to, let's say, and, and let's say in 1972, somebody laid out a roadmap from 1972 to 1982 with the prime rate going to 21.5%, long-term rates going to 15%, and all of the things happening, the Dow going to 570 or whatever, 560, and that wasn't the important thing. The important thing was that this peanut brittle tastes like it does, which is terrific, and that over time we can get a little more money for it. So. You know, C's made $4 million pre-tax in 1972 when we bought it. It made $62 million last year. It doesn't, we don't want to be thinking about the wrong things uh, when we're buying businesses. And that applies to marketable securities just as much as it does as when we're buying 100% of the business. If we're right about the business, the macro factors aren't going to make any difference, you know. And, and if, we're, if we're wrong about the business, uh, macro factors are not going to bail us out. Charlie? Yeah, I think what's interesting in Japan is uh, interesting to one as a, as a citizen. Here is a major industrial country, and uh, they understand all about Keynesian economics and everything else. And when it starts sliding down into a big recession, it just keeps going and going and floundering and staying down and year follows year and you take the interest rates down to practically zero and you run a big budget deficit <laughs> the economy still stays down I think this has been very interesting to the economists of the world I, I don't think any of them would have predicted that as modern a country as Japan could could contract for as long as it as it did and I think the cause is related to the uh, extremeness of its booms in both land prices and security prices and the uh, corruption in its accounting practices and in its uh, regulation of the of, uh, financial system including banks I think it's an interesting lesson for the world uh, of how important it is not to let a lot of slop get into the into the uh, accounting and regulatory systems and 
how a lot of folly uh, uh, in markets doesn't help either. Sort of fascinating to, you know, people keep saying, well, why doesn't Japan stimulate? Well, they, they got short-term rates down to zero and long-term rates at 2%. Well, that would stimulate me, but uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's, uh, it's sort of, as Charlie says, it's sort of defied a little bit some of the, the classical Keynesian theory on that. But in the 30s, we had the same problem in this country. We drove interest rates way down and, and, and toward the latter half of the 30s. And, and I would and, argue that probably the extreme prosperity in America is related to this so-called wealth effect with stock markets going up and up. And, uh, and I think people thought that was a smaller factor than maybe it is.